Well, hello everyone again to another installment of Tea and Biscuits, where girls talk hockey. I'm Julianne. I'm Stephanie. Uh, and we're here in the madness of the Chaos Playoffs, mm-hmm. finally at the Stanley Cup Final. Still happening. Uh, it's still <laughs> happening. And actually, at this moment, we're about to enter uh, game number four yes. tonight. Yes, game number four. 2-1 Boston. 2-1 Boston. Uh, St. Louis versus uh, Boston. And the last time we left off... We were heading towards Game 6 of the San Jose Sharks versus uh, the St. Louis Blues. Yes. And as a California fan, disappointed. Yes. It was uh, tough. It was, it was tough to go a really watch. hard game. Um, so to recap that sad, sad loss, mm-hmm. um, it was brutal. Yes. And it basically was, I believe the score was 5-1 St. Louis. And that was a game where everyone was injured, it felt like, on the Sharks bench. Yes. And I felt like Jordan Bennington was on a roll and kind of outplayed Martin Jones. Yes. So goalie situation. Um, The power play, the St. Louis power play, was actually on a roll. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good segue to talk about what happened uh, or what's happening right now to the series between Boston and St. Louis because... For a moment, let's talk about power play situations, Steph. So St. Louis, the power play for St. Louis. Um, Apparently they were really great with Mm -hmm. Winnipeg, from what I gathered, from what I've read. Um, They were so-so with Dallas. Um, They were great with the Sharks. And we're here, and the other night, the train wreck of a game that we just watched. Tough to watch. That was really tough to watch, um, where St. Louis gave up four power play goals. Four goals, four power plays. Um, That was craziness and a half. And I suppose it's a great place to start with what's going on with the series um, with with Boston. And um, they had a well-earned rest after the sweep of the Hurricanes. Um, what are your thoughts going into to this game? Well, Boston was known for having a really dangerous power play going into the final. And I think, well, I you can argue it's over-refing, and maybe St. Louis is being overcalled, even though they were very undercalled in the previous series. I think it was like the least penalized team is now becoming the most penalized team, which is an interesting shift, and I understand why that would be frustrating for St. Louis Blues players. And I have two minds about that. One being, refing in the playoffs is a disaster no matter what. You have to roll with what you're given and then the other hand refing is a disaster in the playoffs and we should do something to fix it well I mean as a fan yeah. perspective I mean we've had such crazy rough calls the entire time uh, that we've talked about I think throughout the duration of just us starting this podcast mm-hmm. and the fact that we knew that the refing was kind of crazy to me like you would assume that they would think that themselves that the refing is going to be a little bit crazy and sort of prepare for that by you know, making sure your power play was key, your, you know, special teams, and that your penalty killers are actually doing their jobs. Um, And I'm not necessarily seeing the power play penalty killers happening right now for St. Louis, but I agree. I think that if you're comparing them side by side, definitely Boston has a great power play. But I also feel St. Louis had some power plays during that game last night that they did not score on, that just kind of went by like poof. I don't know what happened <laughs> last night in the game because I've I've got a few random stats that I will sound off right now. Uh, they scored 41 seconds into the second period where they were already up three goals to make it up four goals. Um, after the fifth goal, they pulled uh, Jordan Bennington out and welcomed Jake Allen into the Stanley Cup. He hasn't seen a playoff game 
at all the entire time. Um, and he came in, and according to um, statisticians, uh, they were outshot um, this entire series. Actually, this entire series has been outshot. Uh, Boston has been outshooting the Blues thirteen to seven. Jeez. So, so those are some fun facts. I know. Um, I felt very bad for my boyfriend Jordan Bennington. I'm becoming very into him over the course of these playoffs, and that was a tough game to watch. I just said, you know, and we I think we've had this conversation a little bit because he's been such an interesting player to watch because he's 25 when they consider him a rookie, a goalie rookie, because of the fact that he has been playing. And he got nominated um, for the Calder. Mm-hmm. And one would argue that as soon as he sort of entered into the fray of the St. Louis Blues orbit, like their whole season turned around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that he's the complete reason, but he's a huge reason because of the fact that he's been backstopping them. Absolutely. And going into this series, I was thinking to myself, like, Tuka Rask, okay, is no joke. I mean, he's a wall. This playoffs is out of control. He's been out of control. He's been amazing. And I thought to myself that the long rest that they had, the Carolina Hurricane sweep, would have gotten Tukarask a little bit off his game. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought was going to happen. But they ended up winning the first game of the series in Boston. Uh, they lost the second game of the series barely mm-hmm. uh, to the Blues. And here they go. Game three, they win. Tukarask, amazing. Bennington. Do you think they have his number? Maybe that's, that's a really what it good is. question. I mean, I think it's tough for a rookie goalie to be in a Stanley Cup final, like your first Stanley Cup final. It's not easy. And um, you saw with Vegas and Flurry last year, you have these goalies who are on these hot streaks, but they can't last forever, apparently, except for Tukarask. Yes, like you're seeing, I think, I thought going into the series as well, like Bennington, I think, had flashes. To me, I was reminded of 2016. Memory for the Penguins. That's fair. Um, because of the fact that he also was a rookie goalie and he was on this hot streak. Uh, I think that we're going to hopefully see a resurgence happening with Jordan Bennington. I think that he's not going to let that loss the other night get to him. I think it's going to like propel him to play better. I really hope not. Yeah. Knock on one. Because <laughs> it's, it's just not as fun of a series. We saw this with Nashville and Pecorine versus mm. the Penguins 2017. When the goalie just kind of loses it, it's not that fun to watch. It just kind of takes all the air out of the room and it's just kind of you're waiting for the game to be over I know and I mean not to say that like Jake Allen's not a great goalie mm-hmm. because he certainly was playing pretty well yeah. before Bennington got involved um, and then he Bennington outplayed him hence the reason why he became the starting goalie uh, but I definitely think that this series wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for the fact that Jordan Bennington was backstopping the St. Louis Blues for the entire playoffs mm-hmm. um, I think that you know what they were saying is a lot of the um, the articles that I've been reading have been saying that he has definitely not lost so much after he's lost before. He usually turns it back around. Mm-hmm. So I think with the high stakes, like the, what's happening right now with the Stanley Cup, that probably he's going to do the same. So I agree with you, though, that like if it kind of looks like the playing that happened the other night, tonight, this series is going to be like horrible to watch. Yeah. Awful to watch. It's not fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, which is another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately with the NHL playoffs, which I feel like the last few years, the final round, the really exciting playoffs, but the final round is always a little disappointing. 
And I think that's due to just the massive amount of injuries that both sides incur going in. And you get, like, we saw with the Sharks versus the Blues, where that last game was really just the Blues putting the Sharks out of their misery because they were so injured. And then now you have these two teams who are very physical, and they're just kind of, like, on... It feels, like, a little bit like they're both on kind of their last legs. Or, like, it's not as competitive or as exciting as kind of the earlier rounds were, for me. I don't know if you feel the same. Well, I mean, I definitely do think that you've got two teams that are very physical. Mm -hmm. So you've got two physical teams, uh, which lends itself to them pushing each other around. And the other night we saw what happened with um, St. Louis and with Boston. Um, One of their uh, players got... the Player Safety Commission basically took him out for a game, Sunquist, uh-huh. uh, from the St. Louis Blues uh-huh. because of a hit to one of the Boston players. And uh, I think that's one of those things where we're seeing a lot of these kinds of, and I think it alludes back to what you were saying before when you were talking about penalties, mm-hmm. that you're seeing a team that wasn't getting any penalties or the least amount of penalties in, uh, in the entire playoffs by, from any other team. Now coming into, uh, I believe, this stat. Here's my fun stat of the... the the playoffs here, 13, um, 14, actually, penalties for just this series alone. It's crazy. Uh, So, to me... Do you think that's the refs cracking down on them for their behavior that was let go in the previous period, the previous series? I just think the refing has just been so inconsistent. Like, this is like, this this is a whole podcast for us, just to talk about the inconsistency of the refs, like, what warrants giving you someone a penalty and what doesn't warrant giving someone a penalty and I think they're being really nitpicky right now maybe because of the fact they were inconsistent before mm-hmm. um, at the same time I think you know roughing obviously is a whole thing where you have to read kind of read the room and read what's going on with the players maybe you let things slide a little bit before you call something or maybe you call something right away depending on like what you're seeing on the ice but I definitely think that like it's getting kind of messy out there between um, Boston and St. Louis it's like pretty pretty like rough and like rougher than normal probably because it's the Stanley Cup final mm-hmm. and both of them really want it um, but like you know here's our, here's our storylines that we're sitting with right now is like St. Louis has never won a Stanley Cup and the last I want to say last night wasn't last night but the last game they lost in a really brutal way mm-hmm. in front of their fans in St. Louis mm-hmm. and you're seeing Boston who's only won one cup in like the last 39 years but they won you know in still in the 2000s let's say so they're still there and with primarily some of the same players that won the cup for them last time right so you're seeing this kind of the difference between a team like you can say that they both want it Mm -hmm. but you would assume that St. Louis would want it more right but that's just the assumption right right um you because a lot of people consider them the underdogs right were you thinking that they were the underdogs coming into this series? I did, because Boston was, what, the number two? Or, like, the highest-ranked team that had been left. After all the crazy sweeps, Boston was the highest-ranked team that was left. So I think they were always going to go in as the favorite. Yes. Uh, which they've been playing like. I agree that I was also hoping that the break would kind of maybe throw Boston off their game a little bit, and they would come in a little rusty, but that did not happen. Well, I mean, I'm hoping it's just a little bit closer. Because mm-hmm. after the first two games of these this series, when they split the series 1-1, I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. This will be great, because I would love a series that goes to seven. Me too. Just because of the drama that it would pose. But because I think these are two really great teams. Yeah. It hurts for me to say that as a Sharks fan, um, <laughs> going to this, because I really would have loved the Sharks. But I think the Sharks would have been killed by the Bruins. Absolutely. I think I think in some ways you're right because by the time St. Louis got through with them with all those injuries, like I don't even think that they would have mm-hmm. by the time they got here, I mean mm-hmm. 
not well, I mean, not to say that they could have gotten farther than they did, but you know, here we go. Um, but with Boston, like you're right, I don't feel like an underdog mentality from them, mm-hmm. and I think they're playing like champions, mm-hmm. which is what. I feel like St. Louis should be playing like because nobody believed that they would get here. Right. And we're kind of seeing, you know, well, maybe they'll turn it around for this game because of the fact they're still in St. Louis. Do not squander home ice advantage. I know. I know. Let this be a rule. Please. Teams that are playing on home ice. I'm talking to you, New York Islanders. I'm going to bring that back. Oh, my gosh. The fact that you have home ice advantage right. and you can't win at home is rough because you're going to have to take it back on the road. They're going to have to go back to Boston, and the Boston fans are harsh. Yeah. And you're taking it back to Boston. And here is another thing is that if Boston wins tonight, they have the potential to win a cup in Boston yeah. where it's going to be even insane. And they don't need another parade. Now I've dealt my cards. I've dealt my cards. I want St. Louis to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, I don't think anyone thinks, aside from people who live in Boston, think that Boston needs another championship this year, let alone, like, generally, just I this feel, year. I, I think feel they're like, good. you know, their parade route has been, you know, yeah. filtered through a lot like, this last this last year. But, you know, for me, I would just love to see some team that yeah. has never won before win a cup. And I called it at the beginning of this podcast, Western Conference team yes. to win a Stanley Cup. I don't care which one it was, but I was like, Western Conference team to win a Stanley Cup. And now we're here. And um, Do you, you know, think St. Louis has it in them to win it? I think I'm getting nervous. I'm, I don't know if okay. I can. I feel like, yes. I think the nerves are setting in a little bit, but I feel like they're going to try to turn around in St. Louis tonight, yeah. try to split the series. Um, but going into Boston, it's going to be hard. And this is, this is where I think... Yes, you can argue that they last time they played in Boston, they split the series one one. But that team, that that not the team, but the game was very close. Did it go to overtime? Am I making that up? Or was it decided in the final seconds? It did go into overtime. Yeah, it yeah. did go into overtime, and that's and I think that proves the point which I'm trying to make. This long winded point that yeah. I'm making that this is going to be a really really close series and if St. Louis wants to even have a breath of a chance of winning they cannot play like they played last night they cannot take on these terrible penalties they've got to figure out their penalty kill if they do and they need to get some scoring against Boston who in the last I think two games of this series in the first period alone have scored five goals yeah. In like the last two games, so I feel like they need to get that sorted, mm-hmm. and whether or not that's figuring out Tuukka Rask, I know, is maybe what it's about. Because yeah. I mean, you could argue that I think the defense between St. Louis and the defensive core in Boston is pretty similar. I wouldn't necessarily rank one over the other, but I think what you're going to see is you're going to see who's going to step up. As far as scoring is concerned, you need to roll all four of your lines, which is what the key was for when they won against the Sharks. Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing that right now with against Boston. And you're seeing a lot of the scoring coming from Boston, I think primarily from the first line, from the Bergeron line, mm-hmm. Bergeron, Marchand line. Like, I think that's where the scoring is happening for them. So, I don't know. So, yeah. my key takeaways, again, I think they need to solve the Tukaras problem. <laughs> They need to score some goals, and they need to win tonight in St. Louis. Do not lose tonight. Give your give yeah. yourself a little bit of a boost there. Yeah, yeah. Because if uh, Boston goes up tonight three one again, they have the potential to stop this whole thing in five games. 
which is freaking me because I thought that we would go to at least six. Uh-huh. At least six. Possibly another parade. <laughs> Come on, St. Louis. You can do it tonight. You can do it. <laughs> I mean, not to say that I don't think Boston's a great team because I think they're an excellent team. Uh-huh. I think they deserve to be where they are. Um, it's if if it wasn't the chaos playoffs, I think in a, in a more regular year without these crazy upsets, I don't think Boston would have made it to the final. Mm. Like they're a good team, but I don't know if they're better. But I don't. This year was so topsy turvy. All right, I think the good segue here is let's talk about who is rooting for who mm-hmm. uh, right now in the series. Um, my thing is, I'm going to say it's going to go to at least six games. Uh-huh. And I'm going to root for the underdog still, and the universe is going to hear me and deny me, as it has done this entire playoffs. I'm going with St. Louis. I feel the same. As soon as I say St. Louis, they're going to lose. And so, well, I, I can't help it. I'm rooting for St. Louis, and that means they're going to not win the they're, series. They're totally like not going to win. every other single series this entire playoffs, whichever team I was they're rooting for They're probably going to lose in five. Yeah. To Boston, yes. and we're going to eat our words, yes. and we're going to have that's a podcast, right. not about the Stanley Cup the next time, because no. it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That's, that's where we're going to be. So... All right, let's see how our predictions turn out. Yeah. And by the next podcast, we will know. Tonight will be exciting. I One, one way or the other. The stakes are high for tonight, I think. I There's a lot of drama. Exactly. Exactly. And we think also a lot of celebrities, random celebrities that yes. are going to show up because you were seeing... I love watching John Hamm cheer for the Blues. That's been great. That's been a wonderful addition to the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. <laughs> Seeing John Hamm with his gray beard, super psyched about the Blues. Loved it. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting to see Boston pull out every single Boston like celebrity they could to do a commercial for Boston, be it Matt Damon or Dennis Leary, uh, or bust out Bill Belichick to wave their flag because right. the Patriots need to chime in. I think Julian Edelman was there. I think at one point Tom Brady did a commercial for them. Um, so again, but where are these celebrities at the games? I'm not seeing them show up. Boston has so many celebrities to choose from. It's fair. It's fair. Like, that's the mystery. Yeah. Who Where, is the yeah. celebrity? Who are the Boston hockey fans that are famous who are coming to these games? Because John Hamm's in everyone. That's true. I mean, and St. Louis also had um, their office beef. Uh-huh. Because... Uh, oh, right. You had uh, Pam. Uh-huh. Whose actress I cannot... Jenna Fisher. <laughs> yeah, Jenna. Name. Yeah. I always refer to her as Pam. <laughs> She's reading for St. Louis. Uh-huh. And then you've got John Krasinski rooting for the rooting for Boston. I truly think it's Boston fans are just so exhausted from their constant winning they can't go to every single championship game. I mean, does Chris Evans root for the Boston? That's Bruins? a great question. I haven't seen anything. He hasn't said anything. No, I feel like he's a famous Bostonian. Absolutely, there's a ton of famous Bostonians who are not publicly declared. You're right. I think they're maybe they're just they're exhausted. They're exhausted too much from winning. winning. Yeah. Boston just wins too much. They yeah. just don't know where their loyalty lies. They're exactly. Just, they, can't, they can't do it anymore. Yeah. They're tired. Yeah. So that's the mystery. <laughs> we need to find out tonight yeah. who is going right. to be... Who are the celebrity Boston The celebrity fans. Boston fans. Who are the fans. Yeah, and that will fans. be... Our mystery will be solved next okay. time. That's All cool. right. I think that's a, that's a good way to close it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Blues! <laughs> <laughs>